0: Hey, this is Josh, and I'm flying solo today. Unfortunately, Stephen and I couldn't get together because if you've ever been around West Texas, we had a rainstorm on our recording night that we'd scheduled, and it rained all the water that has ever been in the sky, and so the streets were flooded, and we couldn't get together and make our schedules work. And so I am bringing to you today another Snakebird Short, and uh, this one is going to focus on the gospel according to the movie A Quiet. Place. It's no big deal. It's so small and light. It's small, it's tiny, it's petite, it's weed. I'll never forget one of the most unique movie going experiences I've ever had. We were on vacation in sunny Phoenix, Arizona, and the temperature was in the triple digits. We decided to escape the heat by catching a movie, and after a quick Google search, we found a theater showing John Krasinski's, or you might know him as Jim from The Office, his directorial debut, A Quiet Place. We walked into the cool auditorium and found our seats. It was on a weekday, so there were only a couple other folks sharing the movie with us. The movie began, and that was where we realized that this was going to be a whole different type of viewing experience. The sound was so quiet in the movie that you could hear every popcorn crunch, every candy wrapper crinkle to the point where you waited in a form of anxious tension just for the sound to ramp up so you could take a bite or adjust in your seat. The first spoken dialogue in the movie that is audible above a whisper doesn't even take place until 38 minutes into the film. Needless to say, we were drawn into the experience and sat on the edge of our seats during the whole of this thrilling story. The spiritual parallel in this movie wasn't revealed to me until close to the end. Sorry, they're spoilers for those who haven't seen this excellent piece of art. Early on in the movie, the family loses their young son in a tragic accident where he has a toy that makes noise and attracts one of the monsters to himself. His older sister, who gave him the toy, blames herself and feels a strain on her relationship with her father because of the accident. The family lives on in grief with the loss but are also doing everything they can to endure in a world where silence means survival. The climax of the movie unfolds with a series of chaotic events resulting in the monster surrounding the family and threatening them on all sides. In a moment of desperation and unbridled courage, Lee, the father, sees his son and daughter trapped in an old pickup truck with the monster viciously attempting to get to them. The movie slows and the music swells as the father signs to his hearing-impaired daughter, I love you. I have always loved you. And with all the strength he can muster, he screams out to pull the monster away from his kids, who are then able to escape. At that moment, the gospel comparison leapt in my heart as I saw Jesus in the actions of the Father. Jesus said in John 15, 13, Greater love has no one than this, that one should lay down his life for his friends. Even though the daughter felt guilt for the loss of her brother, and distant from the love of the Father, he never gave up trying to restore her here and made it a point to profess his love for her as he made the ultimate sacrifice. That's exactly what Jesus did. When we were separated from him because of our sin, he became sin and took our punishment that we might become the righteousness of God. That's the gospel in the movie, A Quiet Place. Is the gospel evident in every movie? No, I don't think so. But I hope this challenges us to watch our content and filter it through the eyes of a disciple. And be a snake bird.